This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name is Christine, one of the hosts of the podcast, and I am joined by Rich Birch, the founder of Unseminary. Rich, how are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. Well, I've got a question for you today. Ooh, I know. Question for me. Yes, I know there's some people in our extended family that are really excited that the NHL playoffs have started. <laughs> I know that's not necessarily your thing, but I wondered is there something that you're excited about having reopened? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, not really a hockey guy, which I know is a little bit disappointing because I'm a Canadian and, and people will ask me, they'll be like, do you like hockey? And I don't. Um, so apologize for that. But, you know, it was last week or maybe the week before, it was the first time I think since March that I had been in a Starbucks. Mm. And I loved it. Like, and, I, you know, I went, um, I have on my phone the Starbucks app <laughs> where you load money on it. And I had forgot that I had money on there. So it felt like free money. It was like, oh, look, I got that. And it was like a bonus star day. So it was it was great. So Starbucks, that was kind of fun. Didn't you actually have an app on your phone that gave you Starbucks no Starbucks noise in your ears when you worked? Yes, the Coffidity app. It's uh, It I makes thought. it sound like you're in a coffee shop, which I, I listened to early on in this whole pandemic thing because I was missing crowds of people. So I would just have that running uh, in the background. <laughs> All right. Well, good news. You can get back into the coffee shop. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, today's article is called Seven Reasons Your Church Should Merge with Another Church in 2020. Yeah. In this season, many churches, you know, find themselves stalled or plateaued uh, and are declining in attendance while other congregations are thriving and making an impact. You know, we've said this before, 94% of all churches in the country are losing ground against the communities they serve. That means that if this trend continues, the message of Jesus will lose ground in the cities across the country. And the question of today is, is there a way for churches to combine forces, to draw on each other's strengths, to increase impact for the message of Jesus? And so while 2020 has presented its challenges for some churches, it has offered unique opportunities for others. This might be the perfect year for your church to consider a church merger to drive the message of Jesus forward. In some ways, the pressure of coronavirus and the resulting economic fallout is simply an acceleration of things that we've already seen happening. You hear this time and again, and this whole thing of church mergers was already a trend that was going on, and we have just seen that accelerate in this season. All right. Well, you talk about two types of churches involved in mergers. Tell us about those. Yeah. So for the, the kind of blah, 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 for the today's article, uh, there are really two types of churches that we talk about. And one is a joining church. These are churches that are looking to combine their ministry heritage and um, their past, their history uh, with a stronger church to really further the mission. So this would be a church that would say, hey, we would like to join another church. Elite churches are those church with more momentum that are looking to potentially adopt or rebirth uh, another church. All right. So, um, why is it this why is this a great season to be joining a church? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, there's a couple of reasons. And in the article, I talk about these three reasons to be a joining church in this uh, this season. So the first of all, um, your mission is bigger than the troubles that COVID-19 brought. I want to, you know, 
focus in on a leader now or have leaders who are listening in that might be a bit discouraged by what's happening in this season. You know, the reason why God got your church started, the reason why he sustained you for all those years is so much bigger than any problems you're facing today. The mission still goes on. Even if your church is struggling in this season, the mission is so much bigger than any troubles brought on by this current crisis. If you and your leaders are not sure what step to take next because of the pressure of COVID, um, maybe this is a season for you to consider becoming a joining church. Uh, now is the time for you and le your leadership to ask the question, what other churches have a similar heart as us and have a similar mission that we could potentially join with. So, you know, you might be struggling in this season. You might find yourself uh, struggling with what's going on, but this could be a perfect season for you to become a joining church. You know, another one that I listed here is pastoring people, <laughs> pastoring people. I don't know why not that is. Not pestering them. Not pestering. I don't know. There's something with my, my lips are not working today. Uh, you know, it, pastoring people means making tough calls. You know that you started uh, leading in the local church to make a difference in people lives. Over the years, you've had to make a lot of calls. In fact, past the pastoral leaders of joining churches over the years have made a lot of changes to try to continue to love on and care for their people. And, and if your church is struggling in this season and you're wondering, hmm, I'm not sure how we're going to care for these people, say 5, 10, 15 years down the road, if this continue, this trend continues, now is the time for you to, to create the kind of structure that will ensure that the ministry will continue on, albeit maybe in a new form uh, for years to come. It's a tough call. I know that, but you're used to making tough calls. Yeah. In the article, you say that um, pastoral leaders in joining churches are some of the bravest leaders that you've seen. And I completely agree. We've, we've met some of those amazing leaders. Absolutely. They are humble and wise people. They're admirable people. Mm -hmm. All right. Thirdly, you have others have gone before you. If you're considering becoming a joining church in this season, you should reach out to other leaders in churches who have been a part of Emerge to learn about their experience. If you're looking for some personal references, just zip me an email. I'd be happy to point you in the right direction of a few leaders that have been through this. The reality is that church mergers are becoming an increasingly normalized across the country as joining churches like yours, dear listener, have continued the mission in a new form in their communities. We're seeing it time and again how these mergers, when done right with thoughtful, caring leaders like yourself, can ultimately see more fruit and help uh, churches reach even more people. This is the season for you to think about it. it you, although it may seem new to you, uh, it's not new to the broader church. And we've seen all kinds of examples of how this has worked really well uh, in lots of different contexts context across the country. Yeah, it's been amazing to actually to hear uh, if you're a longtime listener of the podcast more and more, particularly in the last couple of years, more Absolutely. and more of the guests of the Unsummary podcast are people that have led through this type of transition. Absolutely. We're seeing uh, the, the most recent statistic and actually this are going to put a little, a little line in the water here. You should stay tuned until the very end because there's something that we've got going on next week that you're going to want to be a part of. Uh, but the most recent statistics that I'm aware of uh, are that 30% of all new multi-site campuses are coming because of merges mm. like this. Right. And so uh, it's it absolutely, it's a massive trend uh, that we're seeing in the church today. All right. Um, now, four reasons lead churches 
should accelerate merger plans. Okay, so if you're a church today and you're thinking about being a lead church, this is the kind of church that says, I want to help other churches merge with us, maybe to become a new campus or to maybe start, uh, maybe your one location, you like to start to be a second location, that sort of thing. Uh, that's who we're speaking to now. And I really do think, and I've been saying this privately in our coaching and as we've been talking with people, I really think every multi-site church should be accelerating their merger conversations today. You should be in on it. I've had two churches that I'm in direct contact with, coaching relationships, who have started and closed already on low um, merger conversations like this since the middle of March, that since all of this has started, they've already found themselves into it. So, so now's a, 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 an, a, an important time for you to be thinking about this. And here are four reasons. The number one, the big, big C church is bigger than your church. Your church, sure, is a great outpost for the kingdom of God. And maybe over the last year, you've seen in increasing effectiveness. You've reached more people. You're seeing those people connected with your church. You're doing both, uh, you know, deep and wide kind of work. You found a way to communicate that seems to resonate with your culture. That is fantastic. But the church, the big C church is so much bigger than your individual local church. God is already at work. Uh, in the communities around you, and there are churches that could use your help. When you when you open your eyes up and say, "Hey, maybe there are churches we should be helping out there," you're helping the broader move uh, of Christ. All right. Secondly, God is already at work there. Yeah. The amazing thing that I've seen time and again in these merger scenarios is that God has been laying the foundation for them long before lead churches get engaged. So oftentimes we see that a, uh, a joining church has tried multiple things in their community to try to reach their community. Some of those things have worked. Some of those things have not worked, but God has been stirring in the leadership there. Hey, something new is happening. I've seen that time and again. It's like he, he's poking and prodding leaders to say, hey, a new day is coming. And so he's already at work in these churches. He's already out doing something there. It's your opportunity to simply join along with them. Maybe God is leading that church, another church, through that process so that they would come to the decision to join your church. We know that many churches have tried all different kinds of things. Today would be an incredible time for you to begin to connect with churches that could potentially want to join with you. But remember, God has already done amazing things in that community. He's already been at work there for a long time. The work of God doesn't begin when you finally join this church. Mm. Uh, you get an opportunity to join with him and partner with what he's already been doing in this community. Yeah, it requires a posture of humility. Absolutely. But, but then your third point says, don't let false humility sh slow your church down. Yeah, can I be honest for a minute? Um, one of the things I've seen, it's a curious thing in the multi-site movement broadly and then mergers specifically. It seems like the kinds of leaders that God uses in these environments are humble leaders. Mm -hmm. You don't know how many times I have heard um, senior leaders of churches say, we can't go multi-site. I don't want to make this all about me. Or they would say in a merger situation, I don't want to do this because I don't want it to be just about us. And that is a good thing. I actually think that that kind of humility, God honors that. But you know, there is a, a time where actually that humility overruns itself and becomes false humili humility. And you hold yourself back from what it is that God may want to do in your church. The reality of it is, if your church is making a difference, if you're seeing people come to know Christ, uh, man, you should you should try to spread that. You should try to multiply that. The community needs that kind of influence uh, in, in your community and other communities in your surrounding area. Don't let false humility hold back uh, what God may want to do in your church. Right. So if you're growing, if you're making a difference, it could be that God's calling you to be a lead church. Absolutely. Okay. 
Uh, number four, your community and their community need thriving churches. So each of these kind of build on each other. You know, the good hard work that uh, that we have done in your, or the good work that God has done in your heart, in your leadership and the systems and approaches to lead you to the point where, the, where you can actually do this kind of merge, uh, it'll honor God and ultimately help grow his plans in this community and beyond. Taking time to actually love the joining church leadership and their community will have profound impact on you and as you lead your church. I've seen this time and again. Churches, lead churches, get engaged in this and they go into it and they think they've got everything to give to the equation. But actually what they find out as they have these joining churches join in their uh, environment, join them, man, they're just so blessed by that. They're, they're so, they just, they grow as leaders. They see all kinds of new opportunities uh, and they ultimately see uh, God do amazing things in new communities. Uh, we know that a majority of churches are not in the same position as yours, dear lead church leader. Uh, your community and the community of the joining church need more thriving churches. I really do think that 2020 is the perfect year for you to accelerate uh, your merger plans. So Rich, of the mergers that you've been a part of, is there a, a moment that you'll never forget? Something special that hit you personally? Oh, that's a that's a really good question. So yeah, I've had the honor of sitting in the driver's seat for a couple of these. And you know, the, the one, it's a specific day um, was when we were at Liquid Church and we merged with um, a church called the Mountainside Gospel Chapel. And on that church uh, was down to 39 seniors on, uh, you know, they had, had kind of grown down to that. And they voted unanimously to, to join. Actually, in 30 days, they voted unanimously to join. And it was a long process. It was, we thought it would be measured in a few months because um, we were doing some physical renovations in the church. It was a long process. It ended up being a year, actually over a year before we could end up opening. And so there's a lot of individual moments in there, but actually the moment that struck me was on our opening day when we reopened as Liquid Church. Uh, you know, we had a thousand people at church that weekend at that that campus. And I still remember looking over, I can see it in my mind's eye, uh, Dr. Greg Haig, the senior pastor, and his ever sweet, loving, amazing wife, Linda Haig, standing on the front porch of the church and they were greeters. They put on our greeters t-shirts yep. and were standing there handing out programs with these huge smiles on their faces. And I think, you know, a lot of people, literally hundreds of people, maybe close to a thousand people walked by that day and had no idea who they were. They were just two people volunteering and helping. And I thought, man, that is the picture of the kind of leader in a joining church that makes a difference. You know, that, that Greg is a hero of mine and we'll go down, you know, I've often said, and I said this to him, man, I, I want to be like him when I grow mm -hmm. up, just as the humility in that, but particularly on that opening day to see their huge smile uh, on their faces. Wow, this is an amazing thing. And then that paired with them just serving, looking, hey, we'll do whatever it takes. We'll hand out programs, stand at the front door, do whatever we can do uh, to try to help. It's a, an amazing picture for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Good people. All right. Is there anything else that you'd like to share, Rich? Yeah. So this is a very, uh, I want you to lean in listener. So if you've been listening today, you're thinking about being a joining church or a leading church, or you just want to know more about this. We have organized a free webinar on Wednesday, August 12th. So that's just over a week from when this podcast is released at one uh, Eastern time. So you have to do the 
magic translation in your brain, whatever that is. Um, we're going to be joined by two experts. So Dr. Warren Bird, uh, he is really an expert on a lot of things. He was a research director at Leadership De Network. He's currently um, the uh, the president, vice president of research and equipping at the Evangelical Council of Financial Accountability, the ECFA. And he's done all kinds of study on mega churches, multi-site churches, um, you know, and then this whole area of mergers. So Dr. Warren Bird and then Jim Tomberlin, who's a good friend of mine, been friends for decades. Uh, uh, he has been on the front lines really coaching churches through mergers. So we wrangled these guys into a room for 45 minutes and we're going to go at them around mergers. What's kind of the most up-to-date recent information you are going to want to be there. It's an opportunity. It's a live event. You're going to get a chance to ask your questions. We've got some free giveaways. I don't want to tell you what that is, but we got some free giveaways just for people who attend the live event. Um, so what you want to do is go to the bottom either of the uh, show notes, if you can scroll right to the bottom or the bottom of the article, click on that link and register. Um, even by registering, you'll get automatically in the replay. So if you can't be there at that time, you'll get automatically sent the replay as soon as it's available. Uh, we're not going to have this anywhere else. It's going to be perfect just for you. You're going to want to join us at that. Awesome. It's going to be a great event. Well, thank you, Rich. And thank you to our listeners. You can find this and other helpful articles at unseminary.com. 